When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After all, AIDS is a deadly, incurable disease. But no matter how you come to judge, Charles Wheeler and his partners in ethical, moral, and inhuman terms, the fact of the matter is, when they fired Andrew Beckett because he had AIDS, they broke the law. Welcome, you filthy animals, to the 31st episode of Blockbuster Mentality. It is Friday, October 7th, 2016. I'm your host, Ben Secord. With me, as always, is your co-host, Brandon H. Gary, when I ask you this question one time, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? I Wow, I don't even know if I know that movie. But, uh, you definitely know that movie, sir. I'm talked sure. about it before. What movie? I, 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 I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> you, know, you know what's going on? It's all this hurricane knots that's going on outside that's messing everybody up right now. Remember the Titans. Oh, oh, wow. Holy crap. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be talked about later on, believe it or not, because we're going to discuss some of that. I mean, you heard the clip earlier. Denzel was obviously a theme in, in uh, the show so far. Oh, yeah. You're absolutely right. I don't know if you uh, talked about last week. Uh, we're going to do our top five Denzel Washington list. Yes, sir. But for those that don't know, we're based out of Florida. Uh, we have Hurricane currently uh, hitting the other coast. We're starting to get affected with some of the weather, so we're going to have an abbreviated podcast tonight, but we're going to keep it fun for you guys. Yes, sir. But, uh, what do we got on tap tonight? So, yeah, as I said, we're going to give our top five Denzel movies of all time, or Denzel performances, I should say. We're going to talk some uh, uh Han Solo movie news. We're going to talk some Guardians of the Galaxy, their death toll in the movie. What was that? And more on Guardians. We're going to talk some more Disney live action movies, and we're going to have a lot more for you. So sit back, relax. Let's talk some movies. Uh, but first, we're going to quickly go over the box office results for September 30th through the through October 2nd weekend. Uh, coming in at number one, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children with $28.8 million. Uh, number two was Deep Water Horizon uh, with $20.2 million. Uh, so both of those movies in their first week. Number three, The Magnificent Seven, uh, $15.6 million. Number four, Storks with $13.4 million, and rounding out the top five is Sully with $8.2 million. So there's your box office results for this past weekend. So a lot obviously happened this week in the world of movies. We yes, just want to pick out some of our favorite stories. Uh, what's uh, What do we got first tonight? Well, a uh, new report was released, and my God, who would have figured a uh, Fan, uh, family-friendly movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, ranked number one as the deadliest film ever, according to a new report. Uh, I'm just going to name the top ten list that they have. 
Guardians of the Galaxy come in with 83,000 kills on de- on screen. 83,000. Wow. 83. Okay. Uh, number two, Dracula Untold, 5,687. Look at that difference. That's a huge drop-off. <sighs> the Sum of All Fears, 2,922. Lord of the Rings Return of the King, 2,798. 300, Part 2, Rising of an Empire, 2,234. Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, 1,741. The Matrix Revolutions, uh, 1,647. The Hobbit, Battle of Five Armies, 1,417. Braveheart, 1,297. And rounding the top ten, Avengers Assemble, 1,019. Look at that. So, I mean, this is on-screen deaths, right? The, on-screen the, deaths. The deaths you actually see, almost. Yep. Um, I mean, does it go into details on the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, uh, well, on-screen for that, that thing, 80,000 of the Nova Corps, which were pilot, piloting the ships, uh, were destroyed by uh, oh, right. Ronan the Accuser, uh, his ship. So that was like 80,000, they said, pilots. And- and then does it count like when they were showing the power of the uh, the orb? You know, it didn't the go into stone? that detail. I didn't go into okay. that much detail on it. But um, James Gunn, who is the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy, actually tweeted out, tweeted out about this, and he said, "I guess uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is now the deadliest film in movie history." Wow! Yeah, that's... he said by like a lot. Um, yay! Yeah. And then he went on to actually defend the poll and saying that. You know, Star Wars, you know, a lot more people die in Star Wars, right. but it's off screen. You know, billions of people died in Star Wars. Yeah, I was going to say, because, I mean, you you got multiple planets exploding in, you yep. know, this most recent Star Wars. You had the Alderaan in, in the original Star Wars, so that's what I was wondering. So it's actually deaths you see. see on screen. But yeah, what a drop. 83,000 to yeah. 5,000, that's just... I mean, it has to be when, you know, all those ships were flying towards, you know, yeah, Ronin's ship, like yeah. you said, the Nova uh, Corps. Um, yeah, that is that is crazy. Would never have guessed that that had the most, first of all, a PG-13 movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, some of these other movies, Dracula Untold, I mean, yeah. mm, uh, The Sum of All Fears, I guess. Was that the nuclear? Yeah, nuclear bomb? yeah. There was terrorist attacks and stuff. So, yeah, nuclear bombs. And then you so. got a movie from 1995, Braveheart. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That that I can see. Like so, like a movie like that. You know, I would probably guess Saving Private Ryan. You know, uh, movies like that. But yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, yeah, I guess you did see the most deaths because you saw all those ships exploding in Guardians of the Galaxy. But, uh, um. What else? Do we have something else in uh, regards to Guardians? Yep. Uh, new rumor just surfaced. Chris Pratt, which is rising to the top of Hollywood's A-list celebrities. Um, news just came out that he's going to have a major part in Avengers Infinity War. Uh, news report surfaced major. today. Um, well, Sh- uh, Schmoe's Nose is yep. the website. Sorry, God, I can't even talk Christian right Harloff, now. Mark Ellis, yeah. Um, revealed that Star-Lord will have a sizable role throughout the film. Besides bringing the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy to the Avengers, he's actually going to have uh, be a major player when they fight Thanos. Which, to me, he's a human. Yeah. I don't even under- understand how he even hangs in with everybody else. But I guess if you're Marvel and that's one of your... Your go-to guys, I guess you can make some uh, some exceptions to the rule, but 
Right. I mean, you're not going to... I mean, Chris Chris Pratt is, you know, he's he's A-list caliber at this point. I mean, he's been for a while, but yeah, you're you're not going to have someone of his caliber in a in a small role in a movie. I mean, he's along the lines now of Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and all of them. So yeah, you you would have to give him quite quite a big part, especially with all the uh, positivity around Guardians of the Galaxy. You know how much great buzz that movie got. Yeah, you, you're you, this. I'm excited for this first of all, and on top of it, it makes sense. What do you think? Yeah, uh, I mean, like I said, you you pretty much said everything I was thinking. I, know. I mean, it I doesn't know. really. Uh... Yeah, there's really no other points to make on that because that's how profound. You know, I I typically am. Oh my god! Oh, you should see the look he's giving me. Oh man! Periscope too. He looks. Yeah, uh, yeah, guys. I tried out Periscope for the first time right before the show, waiting on Brandon. Um, Not that I do that all the time, wait on him or anything, but uh, but yeah, check it out. Periscope. It's on Twitter. Oh, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Well, oh boy. You are up, my friend, with uh, some new Disney. Yeah, is it me? Is it my turn? Yes, it is. Okay, so as I said at the top of the show, we'd be discussing some Disney live-action movie news. So Disney's live-action remake of Mulan begins casting, uh, and it received a release date. Uh, So the article brings out that Disney is looking to readapt another of their animated classics with a remake of their 1998 film Mulan. According to The Hollywood Reporter, a casting search is officially underway for a Chinese actress to portray the heroine. The studio announced today that the movie, which is being fast-tracked, has been given a release date of November 2nd, 2018, uh, and will also be released in... 3D. So, yeah, we have, we have Mulan. They're they're just they're just remaking everything now. I mean, um, <laughs> literally, yeah. Is this, is this the, goal, the new goal for them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew we heard something about this, but yeah, now it's you know official. We have a release date, and I'm surprised to hear that it's even been fast tracked. They they chose that wording. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I I can't think of. I'm trying to think of an actress who who could play her. I mean, obviously, they're looking for what says a Chinese actress makes sense. Um, but yeah, they're they're yeah, making another live action. Who, who? I can't even think of an actress right now. I don't know. Um, because anything I say right now is almost like <laughs> being. Uh, well, I, mean, I mean, yeah, because I mean, if you just think Asian, <laughs> you don't Lucy Liu. Yeah, I mean, um, think that might be Japanese. Well, I. Is Mulan Japanese or Chinese? It says they're looking for a Chinese actress, so I assume she's Chinese. So, but yeah, I mean, I mean, how far are they going with this? I mean, I'm I'm fine with it. I think it's great that they're remaking them. I can't wait to see them. You know, we obviously got Lion King. Gonna have another Jungle Book. Beauty and the Beast comes out. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's great. It's just yeah. I mean, are they gonna then do Hunchback of Notre Dame? Are they gonna do Aladdin? Uh, oh, Aladdin! That would be good. I totally forgot about that. I mean, they're doing Lion King, so you got to think they're doing Aladdin. Um, I mean, but yeah, I mean, they're gonna run out soon. So then are they gonna go to, go to like maybe the Pixar movies and do live action of those? Like, uh, I guess not Pixar because Frozen's not Pixar, but yeah, do Frozen and Tangled and all that. I don't know, but it's interesting to see that they're, 
you know, continuing with this, but I, again, I don't have a problem with it. I'm, I'm, I think it's cool. I think, uh, you know, it worked for jungle book so far. So let's see what else. It looks like it's going to work with beauty and the beast from what we're seeing so far. So let's I mean, see what Disney's this brings. Just getting richer, man. Double dipping too. I love it. I, know. I wish I was on their CEO. Seriously. God, CEO of Disney right now. Is... Who's going to play the, I mean, are they going to do the little dragon? What's the, uh... was that Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Eddie Murphy was the, I can't think of his name. I, I Mulan was one of those where I, I, that was past my time a little bit, so I didn't really see much of that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know if they'll have an animated dragon. What was the basic or concept what? of that? She was a girl who pretended to be a guy. Yeah, and then kind of. Yeah, I, I I believe. Yeah, she's trying to be. She wanted in the army, in the army yeah. and obviously they only accepted men, so she posed as a man. I guess I don't know. I don't know. So are we gonna get a? I have no idea. I'm not gonna say anything. Other than that, so we'll we'll keep you guys updated on that. November second, two thousand eighteen. So, another Disney live action movie. Does do we do we have a release date for Lion King? Is that before? Do we know? Uh, we, I know not? we just talked about it. Um, I don't think they have a release date. I know they're. I think they're looking at two thousand eighteen, but I don't think anything's been specified yet. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think it's not even confirmed that John Favreau is going to be directing it or anything. So. Gotcha. So, yeah, just like with this, we'll keep you guys updated on that as well. What do we have next? Well, we reviewed the trailer for Get Out. What did you think about that, bad boy? I don't know what to think. Uh, obviously, it's the uh, Jordan Peele from Key and Peele. He wrote it. Did he, he directed it, too? I think he just, if I'm not mistaken, I thought he wrote it. He just wrote it? Okay. Um as you can see, we are prepared for well, this. I mean, but yeah, tell me what you think thought about it. Well, um <laughs> definitely interesting. Um for those that didn't see the trailer yet, it looks like a interracial couple they get together. Uh he decides to go visit um the the guy obviously being a black male, the female being white, decides to go visit her family mm-hmm. in the country. And when he arrives things just immediately just seem off key. Um how do I say this without sounding racist? All the black people in the community are very. Yeah. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I. It seems like they're on edge. They're and they're against white people too. They they seem racist, don't they? No. No. I didn't. Think, I didn't get that from the trailer. I mean, at it all. seems like both races seem seemed racist they against seem the other. They seem very subdued. Um, uh, okay. Like the the lady was washing dishes. I mean, it was almost like they were doing yard work yeah. for the people and the lady yeah. was washing dishes like she was a maid. It was weird. And he was standing outside and all of a sudden this guy just starts running him up full speed and barely misses him and keeps running and just really yeah. weird stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean I'm trying to think of some other stuff. Uh, the mom offered to hypnotize him so he would stop smoking and he declined and I guess somebody that's related to him started looking up people disappearing in the community there black individuals and he told him he should be worried about it and he didn't want to but just a just a interesting it's going to be i think it's gonna be one of those almost like along the lines of um what is the movie the visit was that a, yeah, it yeah yeah almost kind of like yeah that's that kind of tone for me right yeah it, it was it was very interesting 
It's interesting because it's labeled as a horror, but I, I still don't know if it's supposed to be a little funny because, I mean, it seems like it has almost a satire feel to it. Like he's yeah. making fun of the genre, but at the same time doing it like a serious horror movie. Uh, it definitely, I can see him doing this. It seems, because if it is a comedy, it definitely seems along the lines of his comedy because he's good at doing those kind of creepy weird characters on uh, Key and Peele. Um, <laughs> it had such a weird tone. Like, I don't know how to take it. Like, if it's supposed to be serious and we're supposed to take it serious, ugh. Ugh. if it not, though, if it is supposed to be a satire and it is supposed to be funny, then I think it might be brilliant. So, I mean, it, it's just, I, I don't know. I mean, did it seem like it's supposed to be, be maybe just making fun of the genre at all to you? I, I or did didn't you... really take it that no? way. I'm, I'm like, the visit to me um, had that a couple of funny parts, but there's parts where I was like, man, this is actually kind of a somewhat yeah. serious. There's a couple of parts I was like, man, I'm actually kind of uh, a little nervous right now. But uh, I kind of, like I said, I got that tone of the visit. Yeah. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan, yeah. yep. Yeah, I can, I can see that too, but I don't know. Like, there'll yeah, be a I couple mean, funny parts, but I don't know. I felt like it like, was going to be more of a... I don't mean that it's supposed to be like a comedy per se, but almost, you know, that it is sort of just making fun of the genre, not like laugh out loud funny, but just kind of, I don't know, just satire, but not... A subtle satire, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Um, something that isn't supposed—you're not supposed to take serious, but I don't know. It's hard to explain. I just—I don't think we're supposed to 100% take it serious. But uh, we'll see. You know what more? What other trailers came out? Come out and what? Uh, if there's any interviews with him. But yeah, I mean, it, it definitely—I can see him making this movie. I mean, it definitely the tone of it reminds me of him i i think it fits him so we'll just see how it turns out with uh and see what trailers come out and did you ever see where he was pretending to be the kid with uh the make-a-wish foundation yeah yeah he's like i want to try man <laughs> <laughs> she's like yeah, la, la, la. yeah that's There's what nobody <laughs> like me <laughs> that that skit i think is what makes me think that this is you know that's what makes me I think that it belongs to him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to drown him in. <laughs> Hi, Miriam Glass. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. So creepy. Like, he's great at doing that creepiness. So that's what makes me think that, you know, it is supposed to have a, you know, just kind of a, a, a tongue-in-cheek type yeah, feel to it. So... But yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, I'm interested to see another trailer. But it's uh, Bradley Whitford who was uh, who's in it. He's the I don't know if it's his girlfriend's dad, but it's uh, what's his name? Eric from Billy Madison. Man, he he's aged. Yeah, well, I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh, so yeah. It was definitely an interesting trailer. Check it out. It's called Get Out, and uh, the actual synopsis is uh, a young African American man visits his Caucasian girlfriend's cursed family estate. So there you have it. All right, what do we have next in regards to news? I believe, my friend, your yeah? favorite segment, uh, far far away. Oh. Did you get a song yet? Did no. You, did you get, uh, we're gonna get you some. Yeah, music. it needs uh, royalty free space music. 
that would be great. So I'm going to find you something. I know. So, yeah, it's Far, Far and Away News. Just uh, going to have a little segment on each show about uh, Star Wars. Um, just one story this week. Excuse me. So we reported, well, we didn't break the story, but we talked about on the show that they're looking for a uh, African-American or basically a non-white actress for the lead in the Han Solo movie. We talked about that, and it looks like it's down to three three actresses. Um, And those actresses are uh, Tessa Thompson, who's from Creed, Naomi Scott, who's in the new Power Rangers film, and Zoe Kravitz. Uh, who was in X-Men First Class. Um, They were all in London this week, taking part in the second round of tests. Um, But it could be a couple weeks before we hear anything on that. Um, A more familiar name also being uh, cast is uh, Lando Calrissian. Uh, While Donald Donald Glover was said to be a favorite for a while, the trade uh, adds that Disney and Lucasfilm still wanted a second round of tests to be certain on their decision. Um, obviously Billy D. Williams is a tough act to follow, so you can understand why Disney is being cautious with that role. Han Solo is currently, currently set to be released on May 25th, 2018, less than two years away. Um, so yeah, I mean, we don't know exactly what this character is. It, we are, I'm assuming that it's, uh, a character from the comic books that came out, uh, a character shows up, she's not white, um and says she's Han Solo's wife. Um there's more to it, you know, he wasn't you know, he wasn't happily married or anything before. It's more of a uh you know, a smuggler way to get married, almost like a, a, a worse than a green card marriage, uh more of I don't know. Read the comic and you'll understand. I don't want to give anything away in that. But anyways, she's non-white. So I would assume that that's who this character is going to be as well. So I think that's cool that they're incorporating something you know, from the comic to a movie. Um, but do uh, you have any thoughts on these actresses? Uh, I mean, I like uh, the, what's her name? Tessa Thompson from yeah. Creed. She did a good job. Absolutely. Um, I don't know anything about Naomi Scott. I haven't seen Power Rangers yet. Hopefully it is good. That's and what I'm hoping to. Zoe Kravitz. Um, out of those two, I would take uh, Tessa Thompson. Yeah. I mean, yes. Again, she was great in Creed. Uh, Zoe Kravitz. Who was she in X-Men First Class? She was the one, uh, the fairy, the one with the wings. Oh, right, right. She was yeah. dead. They found it. I mean, her pictures were yeah. dead in the second X-Men. Uh, again, say, I mean, I'm saying Tessa Thompson, but she's who I've seen the most of, you know, and that was in Creed. Like you said, Naomi Scott, no idea. So, I mean, that's all I'm going off of is what I've seen. So, Tessa Thompson, yeah. But, you know, we'll... Who knows? Who knows? I mean, it's it's just, to me, this what makes the story interesting is that uh, just how they're going to be, looks like incorporating a, a a character that started in the comics and putting it in a movie, and that's exciting to me with this right. new canon uh, that's happening. Are you still reading the comics? Yeah, I have a lot of catching up to do, um, but yes, I am still trying to read the comics, absolutely. But yeah, definitely something I recommend checking out. That's for sure. Um, all right, so now we're gonna get to. Oh, I have a kid up. Hi, what you doing? Go night night. <laughs> yeah, my daughter's up, so that's that's her. Can you say hi? Say hi. <laughs> Hello. 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 <laughs> 
And uh, let's talk about our favorite Denzel Washington performances. You know who your daddy is, don't you? Gary, if you want to play on this football team, you answer me when I ask you, who is your daddy? Who's your daddy, Gary? Who's your daddy? You. Uh-huh. And whose team is this? Is this your team? Or is this your daddy's team? Yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get on the bus. Oh, man, I bus. love it. Oh, man. Yep, there's the who's your daddy. Man, how did what, I... What was, what was the thing you said before that? We got Dean Martin and Jerry... Um, let's I see. I what he said. Jerry tells the jokes. Dean sings the song. Got an announcement to make. We got Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin going to camp with us here this year. Jerry tells the jokes. Dean sings the songs and gets the, the girls. girls. Let's give him a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> oh, obviously that is Remember the Titans where... Denzel plays the high school coach for the Titans. Um, all right, so yeah, we are. It's the first of uh, first show of the month, so we are going to do our top five list. And the top five list this week or this month is our top five favorite Denzel Washington performances. Obviously, so Brandon, what uh, what do you got? What are your what are your favorite Denzel performances? Well, after that long discussion with Vinny, um, movie might not necessarily be good, but the performance, I guess, is what we're trying to key on. The yes, performance, performance aspect. Well, for some honorable mentions, and these are could easily be in my top five. I got Flight. I have American Gangster, Hurricane, the Hurricane, Philadelphia, which is the clip you played in the beginning, and Pelican Brief. Uh, those are some of the movies that stood out to me that easily could have been replaced in my top five. Uh, starting at number five, <sighs> like I said, this could go a lot of different ways. I got Remember the Titans. Yeah. I just love that movie. Yep. Love Denzel Washington. Those like those lines like that, uh, the stuff he did in that movie. Uh, I, I felt an um, emotional connection with him throughout the movie. Obviously, he was a black head coach during segregation era. Um and he had a lot of stuff going against him, so I could relate to that in certain aspects. Just a great movie in general. Um, number four, this might surprise you, John Q. Yeah, John Q. That was an interesting. That was an emotional movie. You yeah, know, he had to hold the hospital, uh, the hospital staff uh, hostage in order for his son to get the transplant. Great movie, emotional movie. Uh, just very emotional. Um, I remember watching it like, man, this is a gr- great movie. Uh, storyline was like a basic storyline, but his performance in there, uh, the emotion he put in the character yep. is what made the movie for me. Three, Man on Fire. Loved that movie. Great performance. Uh, great storyline for me. Denzel is an action star. Sold for me on that one. Um, so I have Man on Fire. The great supporting cast. And like I said, the storyline was amazing. I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, wow. Yeah. Just, uh, blown away by that. Number two, Training Day. Um, obviously, a classic. He won his first Oscar for that. As a male, or, that was first, it was the second Oscar, but that was the first one for best male performance. Right. Um, lead performance. Lead yeah. performance. Who, 
Who could? Who's? I've never heard anybody say they hate that movie. Um, it's one of those movies that everybody likes. Um, Dirty Cop, based off uh, the LAPD. Uh, I forgot his name, but it was based off a cop off the LAPD Rampart Squad. Yep. Dirty Cops and um, great, just great movie. Love it. Classic line, one-liners out of that movie. And number one for me. And you're probably gonna be like, "What the heck?" But Glory, love Ooh, that movie. Absolutely. You talk about great supporting cast, and people actually, first time I've ever seen them serious, Matthew Broderick, that was the first movie I ever saw him where he was serious yep. for me. Carrie Elves, always usually, Robin Hood in the Tights, uh, Liar Liar, you know, first time I ever saw him serious. Morgan Freeman, another great actor. Yeah. And that was also the first Oscar he won for Best Supporting Actor in a Movie, or is that? Yep, yep, so, Best Supporting, yep. Um, great movie, if you haven't seen it, it's about the 54th Massachusetts, the first black uh, army during the Civil War. Right after Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation, just a great storyline. The struggles of the whole thing, uh, not just from the black, the viewpoint of black soldiers, but also Matthew Broderick being a white officer leading the black army. The stuff he had to deal, uh, deal with too. Great movie, great soundtrack, uh, just um, awesome. So yeah. that's my top five. Look at you. Yeah, that was a great top five. I mean, it's obviously going to be very similar to mine because, I mean, Denzel, it's uh, universal. It seems like his people like most of his movies. I mean, usually his performance is good in, no matter how terrible the movie is. Um, so, yeah, honorable mentions, obviously, John Q. I have that in my honorable mention. Also, um, Philadelphia, my honorable mention. Um and then uh, even uh, the Equalizer. That's a more recent yeah, movie, that's but a good movie too. Uh, I really liked his performance in that. Um, I thought that was cool. So yeah, and the more recent sided go with that. Um, so yeah, going into my top five, my uh, five, I'm going Flight. Actually, okay. um, I really enjoyed his performance in that. You know, uh, recovering, not even recovering, an, an alcoholic. Um, he played in it, and I think he portrayed that very well. Um, just how, how you know, someone with that sort of condition acts. Um, I think he was great in that. Uh, number four, I am going with Malcolm X. Um, oh my god. <laughs> Dude, yeah, forget that movie. That was yeah. his. Uh, wow, I'd even put that as an honorable mention. That was yes, yes. Wow. I mean, good call, sir. That was his first um, nomination for a lead actor. So I mean, that was really his first, you know, lead role. I mean, it really. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't really know. I knew, you know, what he stood for, things like that. But it kind of gives you more of a in depth look at Mel- Malcolm X and mm-hmm. you know who he was and things that happened around him and what he was able to do. Um, and that was number four, right? Yeah, number mm-hmm. four. Uh, number three, uh, I'm just so iffy about this. Number three, I'm going to go with uh, Training Day, um, which, again, this is picking the top five here is like picking, I don't know, my favorite food. Um, training Day. All the reasons you said. I mean, one is lead actor for it, uh, deservedly. Um, awesome, crooked cop. Great, you know, monologues in it. Great, uh, just emotion. Loved his performance in that. Number two, I'm going with Glory. Performance alone, movie's good. Just not. Uh, I would say I, I even like. 
um, training day as a movie probably better than glory, but performance wise, I'm going off of, um, yeah, glory just, uh, that, that single tear alone, you know, that when you see his, <laughs> oh, just yeah. the single tear, yep. like, oh, oh wow. geez. Yeah. That was, yeah, that, that obviously put Denzel on the map right there, won the Oscar for it. And then number one, I'm, I, I think I'm cheating a little cause I'm, I'm going, I think just cause it's my favorite Denzel movie. I'm going remember the Titans, um, I, I wish, I think that movie should have gotten more recognition awards wise. I think That's he should crazy. have got exactly. recognized more, uh, for, for awards on that. Cause I mean, you just portrayed a, a college or a high school coach in that era so well. Like he just, he's, you know, he just commanded your attention, you know, as an audience member alone, like obviously mm-hmm. he commands the attention of his his athletes and his students and he does the same with the audience you know he he makes you feel like you're you know playing for him and you Mm -hmm. need to shape up and it didn't matter that he was you know it's you know during the civil rights movement he's a black coach you know in the middle of a town that's you know borderline white supremacist things like that and to be able to lead a team like that i mean obviously going along with the true story, but just his performance, you know, to convey that was just to me that, that makes it my favorite, obviously Denzel movie and makes it my favorite Denzel performance too. So that's, that's, I respect that. And then yeah. you also got a young Ryan Gosling in that yeah. too. Some good. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Denzel's performance and he got eye candy. So, you know, well, there's going to go that far. Oh, but, uh, oh, oh, that's not where you're going with that. Yeah, I wasn't going with that yeah I was just but, uh, kidding. I was just kidding. Yeah. Oh. You know. <laughs> LOL. Right. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, that's our. We're gonna do another top five uh, next week or next, next month. month. Uh, what's next? Next week, week we have uh, another round of trivia. Trivia. Trivia time. You know what? Did we, did you win last month? No, I think. No, we. No, you're talking about the Home Alone trivia. Yeah, Home Alone. We tied. That was flashback. That's we do. Tri- so just so we're trying to be a little bit more consistent. Yes. Just so you know, when we do our flashback movie, we'll have trivia with that. Um, last week or last month, we had Home Alone. We tied on that. Mm-hmm. Never solved that one. But this this is just plain old good trivia. Nothing to do with uh, the flashback movie. So plain uh, old trivia. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna, I'm coming for the gold kid. Yeah. All right, man. Well, bring it. Bring it. Um, yeah. We'll. I was gonna have them send in questions maybe for trivia, but that might not work because <laughs> we'd have to get the answer from them as well. Yeah, exactly. So never mind, never mind. But hey, maybe I'll tweet out some trivia questions this week there to you, you guys. There you and, go. You know, you guys can can answer them. But uh, but yeah, appreciate you guys always listening in. Obviously, follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. Email us any questions, concerns, or not concerns, <laughs> questions, uh, suggestions. Um, things like that to our email at bbentertainmentcast at gmail.com my personal twitter is at bccord and mine's at big papa bbcast there you go alright so again this is going to be an abbreviated show uh, and I just want to also say everyone that's on the other coast right now hopefully everybody's safe over yep. there hope uh, you guys are boarded up and get through the storm and once again, hey, we're sorry. Uh, we're starting to get hit with some bad weather over here, so that's why we had to cut it short. Yep. But uh, once again, we always thank you guys. Uh, awesome about last week, our 30th episode. 
Uh, stay. We're going to have some more stuff coming up in the future, guys. We'll have some more special guests. Uh, we're going to bring the GOAT Pat. Goat podcast back at some point. Yep, gonna uh, have our friends uh, over there come back. Yep. Hopefully, uh, your cousin yep. who's been in some big movies. Um, so let's see his yeah. viewpoint as met some actors and stuff. See what he likes to say about that. But exactly, uh, stay tuned. Exactly. Yeah, we'll hear some stories from him, and yeah, let's let's keep this thing going. Uh, we sh- had a lot of listens last week, so appreciate all the support. It was definitely a big big show for us. So, thank and you for that. And shout out to Benjamin's grandma who is going to be hopefully listening to this podcast for Yes. The first time. Hey grandma. Uh, hello grandma. We'll do some uh, older movies for you soon, okay? Like, I love Gone with the Wind. Yeah, Gone with the Wind, Wizard of Oz, Casablanca. Yes, sir. Uh, Citizen Kane. And uh, and the, and the like. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. So real quick, uh, coming out next week, or I should say this weekend, October seventh, is uh, we have Birth of the Nation. Birth of a Nation. Uh, more of a limited release, but uh, uh, then we have Girl on the Train and Middle School: The Worst Years of My Life. Um, so, after seeing what uh, happened this week in the box office, where do you see the box office falling this weekend? Well, I'm going to give you a little credit. I believe you called that right last week. I think I had uh, Deep Water over Miss whatever for Peculiar Children. I think I had that, too. Yeah. You, you had it right. So, uh, I'll give you credit for that. I think you had that. I think you picked that first. Did I? I think so. Well, if not, whatever, I'd yeah. give you credit for it. <laughs> Thank but, you. I'll um, take it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Girl on the Train. Uh, that movie, I can't wait to see that, actually. Yeah, um, absolutely. And like you said, I was actually going to bring that up. Limited release for Birth of a Nation, so I don't think it's going to... It's going to make the top five, but it's not going to be anywhere. I don't. I think the top I, two, two is still Mrs. Um, yeah, Miss Peregrine. Yes. And have you seen much amb- advertisement for Birth of a Nation? Yes. Yeah. I've, I've actually seen some commercials for it. Oh, okay. um, not as much as like a normal movie, but... Uh, that's playing against limited release. So I right. have that. I have Deep Water. So pretty much Girl on the Train knocks everything down. Birth of a Nation, I'll take at four. Then I'll keep Magnificent uh, Seven at five. Oh, man. That's pretty much exactly what uh, I was looking at. Yeah. So, um, because what was was Storks? Storks. Storks yeah, so, was four, and then it was Sully. Yeah, so, so I'll, uh, yeah, I'll just push Magnificent Seven, pushing it down. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Girl on a Train. Miss Peregrine, Deep Water. I'm gonna go Storks and then Birth of a Nation. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm seeing Magnificent Seven. I'm, I'm knocking so that down. You're actually thinking Storks is gonna overhop that one. Yep. Okay. Yep. I think Storks is gonna. Because I mean, really, it's. I mean, other than the Miss Peregrines, I mean, it's the animated movie that's out right now. Gotcha. Kid movie. So I, I I'm gonna take a risk on this. So that's what I'm going with. I'm. Okay. Magnificent Seven has fallen, fallen out of the top five. So, all right. So yeah, that is our show. Did you have any last uh, final thoughts this week, Brandon? Nope. Uh, just. Hopefully everybody in the state of Florida gets through this bad boy unscathed. Yes, everybody, stay safe. And, uh, you know, if it's going to be raining this weekend where you are, go go catch a flick. There you, know? you go. There you go. If it's safe. If, if it's, it's safe. safe. Don't go, go paddling out in your canoes, people. Uh, which people, we we do do that. We're other state of Florida. We're known for that kind of crazy stuff. All right, Brandon, it's been a pleasure. Yes, sir. We'll see you guys next week. Always thank you for listening, supporting us, and... Just 
talking movies with us. So for Brandon H., I'm Ben Secord. Grab your popcorn, grab your snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies.